2: There, and welcome back to 4Times in a Podcast. You join us on the evening of the 11th of February. We've got two games to discuss since we were last on. So we've got the Hips League game that saw Celtic win 2-1 through an injury-time Adam Eda penalty. And then we had a relatively comfortable 2-0 victory in the Cup against St Mirren the day in Paisley. goals through Kyogo and dies in Maeda. It's Darren here and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Danny and Tony. I'll come with you first, uh, after the Aberdeen game there was a lot of worry about what the two games after that were going to bring. People were slightly concerned, obviously we dropped points at Aberdeen, people thought we might drop points at Easter Road and we were only uh, too far away from doing that, but although the performances weren't stellar, it's, it's been a great response from the team in terms of fighting to win these two games.
1: Aye, the Pips game was a bit of a struggle I think. We won, but we didn't like, kind of go any further forward than what we'd been. I think it's fair to say, but we dug it out to, I mean, it was two penalties for either but we, it just wasn't a great, it just wasn't a great game. I think after what had happened the night before with them getting joint tap and all the rest of it, I think we, the fans were, I was one of them certainly, they wanted a proper response and like wanted to just take it and blow Hibs away and kind of say, right, you know, you could come Joint that but we were going to stretch away and we never really got it I know we got an early goal but we, again we never kicked on in an early goal next thing you know you conceded and then you're fucking scrambling about looking for a winner and then we got another penalty which was just a stupid tackle for Joe Newell it was a clear foul and then I'd have put it away and then the day was much more like it, it was 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 professional I didn't think it were great but we Dug it out, we got a clean sheet. I was more happy about the clean sheet than NL standards. I, I actually thought it defended really well. I thought Welsh was probably I thought Welsh was my best player. of the good game skills defended well. He's still pretty poor with the ball, but defensively, yeah, they were very sound today. Ralston was sound as well. So, and so I remember up for it, you could tell, you know, they fancied taking us and so you know, clean sheet 2 and on the next round. It was and two good goals as well. Yeah, two very what well goals and it was good to see Palmer actually. Producing something right for
2: both goals. I definitely, as you say, it's the Hibs game, I thought first half we pretty, were pretty dominant. Obviously, get the penalty really early through a clear foul and Alistair Johnson obviously missed most of that game and then today's game because of it. But to me it's a clear penalty. But I know I know the penalty was given early on, but I even thought the first two or three minutes before that we were just so dominant, we were absolutely camped in the sort of final third and it would have been brilliant to go and get the second goal in the first half. I think we deserved it and we we're, were unfortunate. No, we came in. And then it was a bit like the Aberdeen game where the second half we just seemed to fall to pieces. Uh, we were unable to get that second goal. And then I think it was just one sort of long ball over our defence. And Welsh pulled the boy back and yeah, I think he got booked for it. And then from the resulting free kick, they scored the equaliser. I think Joe Hart was a bit unsighted. They did get touched there, but I don't think it was much he could do. And then We seemed to go in a bit of disarray for 20 minutes, and it was was really, like, Hibs really did look like they were the more likely team to go on and then get a winner. They also had a few good chances, Hart had a couple of good saves to his credit, and then we obviously get the penalty, as you say, I thought it was completely preserved, Like Kyogo gets the shot away and he's just completely clattered by Newell, I think they're probably only doubt about it. it would have been just clarifying where it was in the box and I think it was just slightly in the box and fair fair play to Adamida. He had missed a couple of good chances in the second half, I felt, but he, he signed in a loan's been worth it just for the fact that we've got somebody that looks composed and able to slot away penalties. And even after that game I thought there was a lot of negativity around the place. So I thought our second half performance really was pretty poor. There was like the football just seemed a lot like it was very negative, like constant passing back. I think I seen a start, that was, I think it was well over fifty percent of passes uh, were completed, but like between scales and Welsh and just wasn't great to see. And there were some notable like poor performances, like I know we've had like Johnson Johnson against Rangers, we sub performance, and then Pumble against Ross County, we sub performance. We've had some real stinkers off the bench this season, but for me. The performance that Leo Labada put off the bench at Easter Road was shameful. I thought it, it was no surprise to me that he wasn't even on the bench today. I thought it was an absolute pitiful performance, and there was I think one, but after we'd scored, where he just completely passed it out of play, away under absolutely no pressure. So I was just glad to get the three points. It's obviously a massive three points for. With that draw, Aberdeen will sort of let any leeway we had slip and knew it was going to be all about what we do and keeping some sort of momentum going because we're going to need a sort of final third of the season and the games are going to come freaking fast and that's why I was delighted with the day's performance that everybody had spent all week saying it was going to be a tough game and of course it was we we obviously had a flying start there when we played them just before the winter break and we're two now up within 10 minutes but it was slightly more of a challenge today. I thought that St Mirren tried to come out and play against us. And the change of shape with playing Kyogo and Ida, get up top together, I would say to use two off air, I, thought, I think that's something that Ida really bringing to the team where when he? I feel I feel that when he's on the park with Kyogo, Kyogo's a lot more involved because he just drops any pockets of space and he maybe drops back a wee bit to get a couple of touches of the ball and then a first goal. Well, I think it's a great pass by Cal McGregor and then Palma really like it's a real pick out from him to put Kyogo in the edge of the box and it's the first time a strike for Kyogo and delighted that it went in. I think the defender would be pretty disappointed that it went through his legs, but delighted for Kyogo to get back in the score sheet. And again, we do in the park. I think that's what sort of allows Kyogo to get that sort of space on the edge of the box. Whereas if he was a sort of lone striker, that might not have became available. And then the second half, I thought we well. We, we, First of all, we obviously weathered the storm and towards the end of the first half, they heart had another couple of good saves and Bogic hit the bar as well. So it could have been dodgy, like sort of like scoreline at halftime, but was delighted that we did get to half time And then obviously once again, Palma puts a great ball in, Matt O'Reilly's strike hits the bar and then Dyson Aida puts in the rebound. And I thought we sort of seen the game out. We obviously made a few changes after that and the the tempo did sort of drop. But I thought we like there was a couple of good performances. I actually thought Burnley Bay was pretty good. I think second half Easter Road and then today he was a lot more involved. He got a booting, but it was quite unbelievable that he got that booting so he was just getting filled well before it. And that that happened the other day at Easter Road as well. Like he seemed to take a few late ones off the Hibs players. But he I think as much as Taylor will be straight back in when he's up to speed. I think Burnleyby is sort of acquitting himself well at the moment and folk McGregor especially today looked a lot more driven as well. Delighted for him. Then even seeing a guy like Yang come off the bench, he had a couple of good moments ahead of the day as well, so happy with that. but I delighted for the next round. We've obviously just come on after the draw of Livingston at home in the next round, which is probably one of the more favourable ties that you could have asked for at this stage, so hopefully that means that we will continue our progress in that and get to the semi-finals at Hamden. And... Like, we, we we've now got a week before yeah, we on the action against Cumnock. But Tony, what have you made of uh, the two games that have happened since we've been on? I thought
0: the halves game was a was a real slog, it wasn't it? I was hoping we were going to come out and really show a bit of fight and really kind of try and batter Hubs. I thought there was a good chance we were going to be second in the league by then. But obviously the Rangers, I think they only won two one against Aberdeen, so we're still ahead in goal difference. <laughs> it did feel as though we needed I think Danny touched on it uh, in our chat anyway, we needed something to fall for us whether it was a, a last minute winner or a 6-0 doing And as much as it was a last minute winner I think after it people were still really kind of downbeat and concerned because I think in another day Hibbs probably beat you they missed a lot of chances and it did just look disjointed, there's times when we look totally in controlling games and it's, it's decent to watch and you get in behind and maybe the, the final ball isn't so great but we had to win. If we didn't win that, I think it would the, the, just uh, we'd have been come on, on here shouting, and bawling about the board, probably discussing the manager's position. Uh, and luckily enough, that's not happened. But we've got the win. I think obviously we st- <laughs> still major issues with the board, but I think the way most people are feeling now is just kind of park it and try and fall over the fall over the line with the league title. I don't really know for we'll manager. I know the manager still don't think we will. I think we're still just missing something that we should have. We should have brought in some quality in the January window, but don't get me wrong. I think you need to give the boy Ida a lot, of, a lot of credit because the response to him being rumoured to was totally negative, negative. it wasn't his fault to step up and score two huge penalties for us to take the lead early on after such a lengthy break and play because of Johnson's injury, and then the 92nd minute, no one basically, if you miss. You- you probably had it early on. I thought he'd done great, and I think he's been a good addition. I, I don't, I, I don't see him as this total donkey that people were making him out to be. I think, I think Brendan's bigging him up, which is good, and I think he should keep trying to boost his confidence. And today, I thought it was okay. He just needs to improve his finishing, but you need to hope that that's going to come quite quickly. But no, I think there's been a few times this season where you've had kind of false dawns and you think, right, well, we're going to really kick on. We're about to be, we won at Ibrox or we won the last minute at Motherwell or even beating the, the Huns at New Year and then we've kind of stuttered not long after. So to be fair, I think you at the last nine, we've won eight. <laughs> and if you listen to this podcast, you would think we'd lost eight out of nine, but it's just to do with the, I guess, results prior to that and obviously wanting to, to maintain the the. The, uh, the standards we've got and stay top of the league so today I thought we defended well I thought St Marin had a bit of a go they had a lot of corners I think at times were just clumsy I mean guys have made a great presser of the ball but some of the crosses man that would drive you fucking mental <laughs> it's just, just wild crosses I don't know how he's been here two years how somebody hasn't kind of taught him how to cross a ball bingoing it at stadiums so. but I, I'm glad to have him back obviously he's work rate and his, his overall plays he's reasonably good De- delighted for King Kyogo, I thought he really needed a goal and, and a goal one, I thought it was a good play with Palma and I thought Kyogo was good today as you say, he was a lot more involved and I think you need that I, think, I don't think he's just a, a finisher I think he's a good football player, he can pass the ball, he can link it up and he can shoot for distance as well, so for me I was glad to see him get his goal and obviously it made him get his goal as well, which was which was good, but no, I think it was just it was a Tough game where you had to kinda of dig deep and a lot of balls coming into the box. I think Joe Hart played his part and I we got it we are two nil one and if you'd offered me that pre game I'd have snapped your hand off for it. I think the draw's excellent for us. It's a home tie against Livy who have struggled. We probably are not really interested in in the cup. They probably they definitely won't be now they know it's coming to Parkhead, I don't think. They'd obviously looking like they'll go down so they need to kinda of put all their energy into staying up. And uh, hopefully Rangers slip up and get put out the hips That would be that would be nice for us. But I just it wasn't a great performance. I don't think it's no like free flowing football, but I guess it was a shape pitch and we're still missing players I guess it's, it's that as well CCV and Hitati, you'd say probably your best midfielder and your best, definitely your best defender out for large parts of the season which has not helped. I thought couldn't looked quite tidy when he came on he, was, he looked as if he'd improved I agree with you Dan I was glad about it was nowhere near it I don't think he should play for us again I think it's, it's quite clear he doesn't want to be here he's not a bad football player but he doesn't want to play for Celtic Football Club I wouldn't I wouldn't have him on the bench again I mean he's, you don't need people playing they just definitely don't want to be here and he's playing like somebody that doesn't want to be here. So, for me, been him totally, and, and hopefully, we can get rid of him as soon as possible in the summer. And that's the end of that. So, I think it was the right decision the day, but did not even anywhere near it. But overall, it bounced back well for the Aberdeen draw. I think you need Guy Johar a bit of credit. I think he kind of saved us a bit against Hibbs, and, and they done it again against as well as Aberdeen. So, as much as I think we need to improve on him, you need to give him a bit of credit. So, Two big away results, three hard-away games in a row. I guess you would have wanted to beat Aberdeen and you were hopeful we would have, but that's obviously been and gone. So just now we need to kick on. I think next it's kill at home, Dundee at home and Motherwell away, or maybe it's kill at home, Motherwell away and Dundee at home, sorry. Need to be looking at nine points, need to be looking at getting the goals, this could get into goal difference, to be fair. So I think the next time we play, it's very likely that we'll probably be second in the league for the first time in a long time. And then we'll have a chance to go top again against Kelly. We need to be looking to put on a big show in there and put a bit of pressure on Rangers before they play St. Johnson. So I think we're well and truly in the midst of a very close title fight. We can still win it. I know I've been quite negative in saying I don't think we will. I I guess I just think the board have left us a bit Light, for whatever reason, it's totally baffling. But for me, fully behind Brendan and the team, and I, I really hope they can dig it out. But i have re- relieved this week, I've been, I've been quite relieved. When I was going into the 90th minute against Tibbs, I thought, fuck, this has just gone to totally faulty bits. And you've seen a lot of passion for the manager, and I think you even said... I've not watched it after the game. He was quite defiant. And look at I've always liked Brendan. I still like Brendan. And I'm, I'd love to see him lift the title at the end of the season. So I hope I hope they can improve the style of play, become a bit more fluent and a bit better to watch. And it'd be great to fucking tank Kelly because we've struggled massively against him this, this season. Two defeats to them and, and the game we won was, was quite close. I think it was 3-1. So overall, credit to the manager and the team. Two difficult away games. We've won them... It wasn't exactly brilliant football, but hey ho, if you'd have got that result we were still clear this week, we would all be fucking absolutely buzzing. So, fully behind them in the League and the Cup, and here we're still in both competitions. It's, we're in our hands. We really should get to the Scottish Cup semi final, and I think, I think we need to get to Ibrooks at least level in points, and then we'll see how it goes there. So, aye, a lot of football still to be played. and guess you just need to fucking buckle up and get ready for it. I think there's this idea that we're, the fans are not up for a title fight. I've already kind of rubbished that. But again, of course we're up for it. We're going to back the team to the hill. We're going to sing. We're going to shout. We're going to do whatever we can to, to, to help them. But just because you hate the board and want to fuck them right through the door doesn't mean you don't want the team to drag of the line. So, aye, it's going to be a mad couple of months, but hey-ho, let's go.
2: Aye, and just on what he says, for anybody who's not seen it, at the comments that I read from Brendan, he said that people will look to jump to bring us down and bring me down. I'm here to win and for sure we will have our day. Yeah, so he was sort of questioning the negative narrative that's sort of about the club, and I think he's quite right to bring that up. It does a bit like that at the moment. Danny, what would you sort of put that down to? As Tony said, since that parts game at Celtic Park, we've won eight out of nine. So not in well, any well-near terrible form. Obviously, that Aberdeen game was disappointing. But we've won eight out of nine. And even Tony's right to think about the positives from the likes of Joe Hart and Adamida coming in. There is a few sort of spots we've got. Our players back from the Asian Cup as well. minus Rio Hitati, of course. But what do you think about the feeling that's sort of in the place now? And is it just a case of... Tiny, keep pace with Rangers. Well, not keep pace because we're ahead at the moment, but as Tony said, at the very least we're likely to be level on points when we take kick-off on Saturday and at worst could be behind on goal difference.
1: I think it's coming back to the field in the way that we have because it all happened pretty quickly. We were eight clear. I know they always had a like game in hand in that, but you know you had the Hibs game at Easter Road and then Think think Motherwell at home and then there was Kelly away and then Hartles at home and you're like, it all happened pretty quickly, it just looked like a collapse and then you can kind of get back, we beat them and then we won the four games before Christmas, well before the winter break sorry, and you just thought they were going to kick on again and then the Ross County game was pretty poor, they just didn't really create much at all they looked like a team that were out their stride, and even though it's a first league game back for the break, they shouldn't really be looking like they're missing a stride or so so that was worrying i think the booing at the end of that game as well it was just clearly meant that the board like it was clearly meant that we need to get players in for this title race because it is it always has been a title race do you know what i mean even though we were so far clear at one point they've started winning so it was clear to see that it was always going to be a title race we just had to equip the manager and the rest of the team with the best tools available, and we haven't done that, so that kind of, I think, the reaction to the Ross County game was clearly aimed at the board, but it definitely spilt out a wee bit, you know, Rodgers had to say on a couple of players, we were probably wondering what was going on as well, but the Aberdeen game just came in at a bad time, and the the result even, because we very nearly nicked that, we should have been out of sight in the first half, but it's just, it's like a perfect storm a wee bit, you know, the results were there, but we were the, there was a break in between, so sorry, it's alright, you, know, you won 6-7 whatever it was in a row, but it was like a three week break in that, well we are expecting to come back with three, four new players you know, excited for the rest of the season and it's like, yeah, well it's only Bucky we were playing at home, so still time to bring players in, and then oh, well, it was Ross County the manager was just about to leave, but horrible form at home, we should win, still time to bring in players, and then before you know it, you've you know you're loaning Adamida for Norwich later on, and the crowd want Tony's right. The, the crowd wanted back the team, they wanted back the support, they wanted back the manager. They want to get everybody. They've not really had a performance to rally around in a while, bar the Rangers game. But they can at their their games take care of themselves. But the day was a good one. The day was a good one, and I can see we were only quite there, but we created a lot of chances later on in the game when St. Mirren started to tire. We seemed to finish the game strongly, which is different because. Usually we sort of kind of collapse in the second half of games where we just, uh, as soon as we, we lose a goal or we lose it like hard only to make a good save and then you can just feel the goal coming. Whereas the day I thought St Mirren played quite well and they had a lot of sustained pressure but they seen it out well and they finished the game strongly. So maybe that's something to look forward that we can take forward to for the rest of the season. But it's going to be a slog to the end of the season. It's it's going to be tough. There's going to be, both teams are going to drop points because I don't think their Rangers are great. We are certainly not great at the minute. That's, and we, we, you know, that and CCB, they walk into our team every week. Taylor walks into our team into the, whether, it, you know, people have got their own opinion on that, but obviously, Taylor, that's three first team players missing. Johnston, the right back, again, that's four that, that play in the team every week. So you're going to struggle, but hopefully we can see it out. Um, I'm a wee bit more optimistic than Tony. I, I think we might. I think, it's about time that we went on a running I thought the day was quite significant for Rodgers he played the, I know Kyogo played deeper but he played Kyogo and Eda together Palma and Maeda as cameo Easter Road was sh- nothing short of disgraceful I mean it was at points I thought he was playing for Hibs so Maeda the day I thought it was, was pretty good but <laughs> that one the set of where he touches the ball by the guy everybody knows he's going to Put the ball in the stone. And I just love it surprises, they just think one into the box for somebody or on it. Like you did for Jota in the semi final last year. But seems you seem to get one of them every bloomin'. But going forward it's the club night you know, the crowd are desperate to rally around the the, the team you can see it you seen it Easter Road when they got the winner I mean it was a really big roar at the end when they blew the whistle a bit of celebration after the game the Rogers showed a bit of emotion towards the crowd and Rodgers obviously hadn't won there before so that was a big result but it's obvious that the fans want to rally around the team they need to give them a, I think the day might go a wee wee way towards that but we're screaming out for like a total performance where we just dismantle our team from start to finish and the crowd get really behind the team and then we can take it forward from there but until we actually do that it looks like we're going to just keep eating out results until the next time we don't get so lucky but it's going to be I mean what is it three months it's going to be a very very long three months to the end of the season
2: Aye and I'm um, just to what you said at the end there I think it will be more along the lines of eating out results until we do get players like Hattati and Carter Bickles back Taylor, as you say, Taylor will probably be back next weekend. Then you like to think for the game after that. I'm sure Rodgers just says that he's pretty close, but just <laughs> we're still we're the team that scored the most goals in the league, so we clearly have the capability to win the league and goal difference if it does come down it, But I think the next few weeks it is just sort of about getting by, and if we can keep this win and run going until I Brooks, per se, then there's every chance that they might drop points along along the way as well. Like I watched there game for my sins on Tuesday and like, I don't think they are, that says to use in the group chat, does, that, that made me believe Celtic was in the league more than a few Celtic performances the last few weeks, but I just don't think they're anything special, They like as much as I don't see it as a positive that we're in Europe, the fact that they have got European games and that coming up, there's going to be, you'd like to think more chances that they will drop points, so I think it is just sort of imperative that we do keep ticking along and you know what it might just be the change in sort of shape and getting Ida and go on the pitch from the start, like does just allow Gio to bust into that red hot form that we we know he's capable of, and he does already He showed that he's get a couple of goals and he's had a lot of chances as well. So I, th- I think he'll be a decent signing for the last three months of the season as well. But up next we do have Humalnik at home, as Tony said they've already beat us twice this season, once in a couple of months in the league in December and the game that we beat them at Celtic Park it was 3-1 but it was a pretty tight game overall and they did come out and have a go and they're a team that have got a lot of good attacking options with the boy Armstrong they've obviously just signed Van Veen for sales there as well and I think Marley Watkins has scored a few goals the last few weeks as well so they're a team that I think will test their defence this coming Saturday and I think that's, that's why I'm not worrying about goal difference or that and now I think it's just a case of getting like if we win the game 2-1 again on Saturday or 1-0, then I'm not going to be on, straight on Twitter or Facebook or whatever moaning about it and worrying. I, I think it's just imperative that we get these wins on the board, and especially against Kamalak, who I think probably along with Hearts will be the two teams that are battling for third. So I think it's, it's going to be one of your tougher games. Tony, what's your thoughts going into that? As, as was said, they've beat us twice and even the game at Celtic Park was a pretty tightly contested game as well. What are you expecting come Saturday and would you make any changes to today's team?
0: I'm ah, well, coming over for it. Looking forward to it. No, no, I would play the same team, I think, unless Taylor's fit. As much as Berleby's be okay, I mean, I'd bring Taylor in because I think Taylor is a better player. Hopefully Carter Vickers is getting closer and is getting closer, but I'd play the same team and go for it. I think we need a performance. I don't think we can another scrappy 1-0 win with like the Ross County game's got to, really, got to really do. We're at home. Kelly have done well under McInnes, but come on, fuck Brendan. used to batter McInnes for fun, so it's a must-win game. It's at home. Hopefully the pitch isn't better, Nick, for fuck's sake. Hopefully we just turn it on and, and we can get like a 3 or 4-0. That would be exactly what we need to really put the pressure back on them before they go to St. Johnston. So. But I guess, look, if we win 2-0 and it's boring, I'll, I'll be happy with that. But uh, no, it's a bus win game, so I think we need to fly flying the taps, try and put pressure on them, try and move the ball as quick as possible.
2: Hi, and um, Danny, what's your thoughts on it? Would you be making any changes to today's setup? I know people are maybe a bit surprised that uh, we moved to a more conventional, sort of two up top. I know Kyogo did drop a bit, but would you see that being the way that we go on Saturday or do you think that he maybe will drop back to the uh, more conventionally the three centre mids in the middle of
1: No, I think he'll bring back Bernardo and probably drop either. Try and get more control into midfield. Kelly might pack the midfield and they're quite good on the break, Kelly. Cause I could see if Rogers was to go 4-2-4 or 4-4-2 or whatever, but I could see McInnes matching up with him. And, like, games get stretched, we tend to really struggle. So, even though that's... I. Typically what you'd want is a game we get stretched and we could use our superior players, but the way like the Kelly game in December, it got really stretched and it suited Colmarnock. Kinda of like the Aberdeen game last week as well. So I think he'll bring back Bernardo and he'll play four three three again and he'll just it'll be back to kinda what we've played and just hopefully we can kick on and as Tony said, get a really good performance. But I've just seen Rogers talking about Abada there He's, about Abada's absence, he said he wasn't in the right frame of mind, it's been challenging for him, I felt when he came on to the game the other night it just wasn't him, so he said a few. De- we've given this chance to have a few days to clear his mind, I'll chat with him again next week to see where he's at, so I mean obviously Roger's seen it as well, I don't know I mean Abada was that fucking bad the other night, it wasn't just one of the it's bad, it was like it's really bad so something's got to be up if Abada's on it, he's very effective and his goals would be great be really great to have his goals for wide but he's not really kicked his arse off season obviously there's other things going on after the park he's probably got people in his head here telling him to leave Celtic and, and Tony's right if players don't want to be here then we shouldn't be keeping them but I'm sorry if hijacked your question with that i just seen it on Twitter but I'd, I'd like to see us actually attack Comarnock next week and, and put them away but they're a good team and they're very tough to beat but if we best players turn up park play well we should be able to beat them by a few goals
2: as you say, if we turn up, then yeah, that'll be the sort of main thing. You no, know, I think I think it will be three. I'll go first for a prediction for this one. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same as when we played them at Celtic Park earlier in the season. I wouldn't be surprised if it finished like, 3-1, where we sort of, you know, it was 2-1 for a lot of that game. And then I think Greg Taylor got the third goal to sort of seal it in the last 10 minutes of that game. But I do think it'll be tight. As I say, I think we are not there. There's a load of attackers that are... Capable of causing us problems like that was obviously seen in December when we sort of imploded in the second half, and they probably deserve to be us that day. I'll go two-one Celtic, and I think that Kyogo and Ida will get the goals for Celtic. I just I just can't see us turning on. I think it is just going to be a bit of slog for the next few weeks, and as has been mentioned, we use like once our better players start returning, and then hopefully we do sort of get that. Momentum gone, and like the the thing is, we're entering the final for the season. If we do just sort of eke out these results, it is sort of going to get us by. It might not be the most pleasing on the eye at time, but but we're at that sort of stage of the season where results are all encompassing and all that really matter. But yeah, I'll go 2 1. Tony, what's your prediction?
0: I'll go 2 0, Celtic, a Stuart Finley own goal double.
2: Danny, what do you think the score will be? I'd fucking love that.
1: I think it's more likely to be 2 word Kelly with Stuart Finlay double than an OG double but I think Celtic will win and I'll predict I think it'll be 3-0 I, I don't think it'll be a total hammering but I think we'll score early and then we'll be 2 up at half time and then we'll get a third and a second half and a Edel will come off the bench to score another penalty because we seem to be the, the team that gets penalties this season it's great but I, Celtic 3 now.
2: I would certainly take that so there you go that's 3 Celtic wins predicted from us and I used to be part of the course, but the last few weeks that might surprise some. But I think we'd be delighted with any Celtic win come Saturday. Let us know what you think the score will be. Just go on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search for Full Time as a podcast. Let us know. Let us know what you think the score will be and who will get the goals. Anybody who gets it spot on, we'll give a wee shout out on here. But aye, we will be back after that game to discuss whatever the result is that day, and we'll also review the upcoming games because although it will be one a week they will come sitting fast. We've obviously a trip to Fort Park the weekend after Kilmarnock, so we'll be discussing that at length as well, I'm sure. But aye, thanks very much if you've taken the time to listen to us today. If you've made it as far, thanks. We appreciate it. And I will speak to you next week. Cheers! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?